Bush and Richie here with your Hometime Show podcast, a show with a difference for you right now because we're in a different studio mm. just because of stuff that was going on in the building during the course of the show. Normally we're in quite a big studio, there's a bit of space between us, we've got state-of-the-art, almost slightly overly urgent air conditioning in the uh, in the room. Uh, we moved to a smaller studio, all sat in a line, a little bit like a call centre, mm-hmm. with one air conditioning system right at the end of the far left where producer Nick is. So let's just say in terms of figures here, Nick's getting, say, plus three air conditioning. Yep. You're getting plus two because you're in the yep. middle. And then I'm over here on the on the end. I'm probably getting plus one or naught air conditioning. I've got a feeling that you could be getting naught. I think Absolutely. I'm just getting naught. It tails off, if you know what I mean. I probably should inform you. I'm f- I've got a very clammy... Chowder. Yeah. I feel like I've got quite a... At this point in the show, I feel a bit... Uh, I feel like I've been on a long-haul flight and I want them to go around with one of those hot towels with... Uh, Faucets that you can put on your face. Do you know what? It's, uh, for me, it's actually not the face that's feeling clammy. Oh, right. You're just going to double down on that. Yeah. Okay. Um, here's the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Here's the podcast. Now, we spoke earlier in the week uh, about the uh, the A-level mob. Uh, they had a fantastic uh, set of results, and we were saying what a fantastic achievement it was for them. Yeah. The same goes for all you GCSE mob today. Record results, but boy, do you deserve it. So well done once again. It's awesome. Yeah. Hardest learning conditions for the last couple of years, as discussed two shows ago. But here's the thing. Another day of great results. So we gave all the A-level lot their time on Tuesday. We given the GCSE lot a nod again today. What about the rest of us? Are there any other results? Why can't why can't the, the fact that I have received uh, uh, a letter from our energy provider saying I'm £20 in credit, <laughs> why can't I be on BBC Breakfast News outside a facility and Jump be really excited? <laughs> why can't they take a photo of me jumping in midair and put it on front of the Herald Express? You may well have had some kind of food safety preparation certificate come through to say that you can prepare food for the public and you're going to display in your cafe. You may have got some gas safe certificate come through. You may have just passed your driving test. You need to get the same treatment that the A-level mob and now the GCSE mob are getting. We're going to call it AOR. Any other results. Anything goes in this hour. If you've had a result that you're proud of, or maybe you're not even proud of. <laughs> maybe done speeding again. Uh, Jamie says I've just finished playing golf. He said it better than I just did. He's just finished playing golf. He went three over par. It's his best round ever. We are after any other results this evening. We feel the A-level lot have had their time. We feel the GCSE lot have had a lot of shouts today. But what about everyone else who has had some other form of result they want to shout about this week? Come forth and get the medal you deserve. Uh, Sloth Wilson on Twitter. Uh, this is a weird one. It's like a historical credit, which is fair enough. Mm-hmm. He says, I came third in the sack race back in 1986, which is technically a bronze, but I never feel like I got the recognition I deserved. Well, consider it done right yeah. here tonight on Home Time. Let's put that right. Uh, Dino says, guys, I just got my domestic refuse permit through for my transit van from the local council in Perth in Scotland. What a result. Well done, Dino. Matt says, I work for the emergency ambulance service. I picked up a 12-hour overtime night shift. I finished on time the next morning. That's a result. He's winning. We've got Hannah on the line. Hannah, what's your result? So the guy that I've been seeing for the last two and a half months called Matt asked me to be his girlfriend last night. Wow, so just in case you didn't hear that, because it is a bit of a ropey line, Hannah said that the fella she's been seeing for the past two and a half months, who's called Matt, he's only gone to turn around and asked her to be his girlfriend. And I'm assuming, Hannah, you did say yes. 
I did say yes. Wonderful. Yes. Well, what does... Because I'm, I'm going to admit now that I watch Love Island, right? We watch Love Island every evening. There's a big moment in Love Island where someone asks the other, the other one to be their girlfriend or boyfriend. What, what, what's yeah. the next... What's the change in levels? What, what's the different terms of business now? Um, I don't know. Exclusivity? Don't know. Is that what it is? Oh, yeah. No, definitely, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Well, just having that label on it as well, I guess. Okay. Does he make you tea when you get home from work now and everything as well? Pardon? Does he make you tea when you get home from work? Not quite, but I'm training them up. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it is. The change in levels is the enrolment in the training programme. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. But he's getting good at making me cups of tea, though, so... Keep Richie and I posted. We might need to get ourselves some new hats in the not too distant future. Will do, will do. Congratulations, Hannah. Thank you. Paul says, I've been chosen to receive a free double glazed window, subject to terms and conditions. And amazingly, (laughs) three neighbours who I've spoken to have also been chosen. So we're having our own triple celebration. Do you know what? If they're only allowed one window each, I think they should do lots, and then one of them can have a full house of all the windows. I agree. Please get back to us on that. Simon says, guys, I've just had a right old result today. My Facebook group broke the 500 members mark less than two weeks. It's called the Singles Who Sup. Hey? Stand up paddleboard. Oh right, okay. Uh, it's going really well. Some fantastic connections <laughs> made for lots of people, and I'm chuffed to bits. So there you go, horses Good. for courses. My name is Ricky. I've finally had a result for my joining date for the Royal Marines. Now COVID's calmed down. I leave November 15th for training. We're after any other results. A-level lot have had their moment. GCSE lot had theirs. What are your results? Uh, Richard is another military one. I've just passed out this morning. Hopefully not keeling over in the queue. It's just passed out this morning. Pardon me. (laughs) (laughs) Richie's had his own result uh, from the Britannia Royal Navy College. Is best I must uh, make clear that was this chair. Uh, Scott, what's your results? Uh, well, my result is I've just completed on my house after like a three long, a three month long slog. Um, it's been very emotional, up and down. Uh, it's a new build, so we had problems all the way along the way. And today, after a week of turmoil, back and forth with money, we've finally, um, finally completed and we've got the keys. Yes, fantastic. Are you going to be carrying anyone over the threshold into the house? Uh, maybe my wife when we get back if she's here on time. <laughs> In the frame. In the, she's on the short list. Yeah, she's on the short list. Uh, Scott, are you going to uh, have a name for the house? Like, you know, you, you've got obviously got the first line in your dress, but some people like have a name for the house, don't they? Like Grey Gables or something. Scattered magic. Uh, I, yeah. haven't thought, I haven't thought of a name yet. I'm, I've been so ecstatic today, I've not got that far ahead. But um, maybe I'll think of something now. You give me the idea. That's good. Well, keep us posted on that. Maybe we can help you decide it here on Home Time. Also, have you got a key ring for your new key? Then any keyring for no, it? Not yet. It's that fresh. It's that fresh. The news is that fresh. We've not got a keyring. Not got anything yet. We're just. Um, I've got a couple of beers to take home, so I'm ready to. Uh, You've got the most important thing yeah. sorted, Scott. Well done. Yeah, your wife can um, let herself in. You sort out the beers. That's great. Exactly. Exactly. Trying to channel positive vibes on tonight's show. It's been it's been positive so far, isn't I'd it? I'd say it's been a positive vibe. With all the GCSE results and A-level results and stuff from earlier on, it feels good getting back to doing stuff as well, doesn't mm. it? People hear from you a lot. We live our lives vicariously through you a lot, but going to gigs and stuff, sporting events again. I'm very honoured to say, very excited that I'm going to be going to see the Blue Boys on Saturday for the first time in ages. My beloved Everton, first match of the season at Goodison Park. 
I love going to watch football like live, you know, going up the stairs at Goodison, smelling the turf when you come out onto the pitch or having a beer in one of those uh, little pubs by the stadium, queuing for a sausage roll. And that, uh, that pitch will look extra green first day of the season. Yeah, no one's been, you know, it's had a good summer off, well, a few weeks off. That Not kind been of... soiled. It hasn't been, exa- just like me on the train up. <laughs> but here's the thing, right, so I'm going to go and watch Everton for the first time in ages. Sorry, I don't want to go on today. Um, and... Graham White, the stadium announcer at Goodison mm-hmm. Park, lovely chap, friend of the show. Yes. Uh, he has uh, tweeted me to say that uh, since I'm coming up to the game, he's going to do a little shout-out for me on the tannoy. Oh, exciting. At half-time. That's brilliant. In, in the middle of the game would be even better. Yeah. He's going to do it at half-time. So this is going to be my little 15 minutes of fame. Yeah. So I'm going to make sure that I'm still stood up there. Well, everyone else will be going for a Chang beer, but I'll still be stood up there uh, in the lower Bullens. LB5, if you want to give us a wave tomorrow uh, on Saturday. Um, so we just saw this hour of the show, if you've had 15 minutes of fame for whatever reason, maybe you've been on telly or in the background of someone on telly, you've won someone, you've been in the local paper, tell us about it and, you know, kind of get the credit you deserve. Um, back in the day, Salman Rushdie... <laughs> Here's the start of an amazing story. <laughs> so it's Richie Firth and Salman Rushdie. Yes. Yeah. Um, was being interviewed by Gloria Hunniford. Yeah. Um, she was covering for Terry Wogan. Yeah. And every time uh, there was sort of like audience laughter or clapping or ooh as Salman was being interviewed... As he's cracking one-liners. Camera cuts to me in the audience. You're joking. No. I was in the audience for that episode of Wogan being hosted by Gloria and I, I don't know why, but they kept on cutting to me every time there was audience reaction to Salman Rushdie. And were you laughing like a drain? I was, I, I was, I was just pretty neutral because I was quite nervous, really. I've never been to a TV recording of anything. I'd love to go yeah, to something uh, like that. What a, what a recording that was. Well, that is your 15 minutes of It fame. was, yeah. Me, half-time at Goodison Park. Over to you now. What have you been famous for? For just a little brief amount of time. I love this. Rui's tweeted us, uh, has actually uh, attached a picture of his moment. Ooh. I made a cameo on the Bargain Hunt opening credits. Wow. <laughs> That's so good, because if you're in the opening credits thing, then you're there for quite a long time. You are, yeah, part of the, uh, part of the furniture. Because you clapping Salman Rushdie was just a brief <laughs> one-episode thing, wasn't it? Do you get royalties from replays or anything at all? <laughs> I've, not, I've not seen that particular episode um, replayed, so no. Uh, Craig says, guys, do you remember Hit the Net, the TV show? It used to feature City, Rovers, Cheltenham, etc. highlights on ITV in the West Country. He was on the opening credits for a whole season. Uh, Rob says, I was an extra in The Great Muppet Caper. I was playing cricket in the background when Kermit landed on the pond in Haddenham in Bucks. That is going to be hard to beat. I love this one from Matt in Sheffield. My moment of fame was delivering a parcel to a large church in Sheffield that was being televised live through the World Wide Web. I walked in just as the vicar said and Jesus could return even through those very doors just as he walked through the door with an entire congregation turned around with a thousand all looking at him. What an amazing thing. Bit of providence there. Uh, We've got Sean on the line. Sean, what is your claim to fame? Um, I was in a film called Redcon 1 it was a bit of an independent zombie film and right right at the end there's real big close ups of my face and stuff like that right and what, um, and what are you in the zombie movie what's your role then Sean um, I was I, I played a bit of uh, zombies I've done a bit of soldiering and I was also a zombie trainer wow well, I, I do scare acting for end of days events wow so there's an actual yeah. way to teach other people to be like a zombie yeah there is yeah it's great fun. I'm just looking up Redcon 1 on uh, IMDB. Would you be on there? I'm not sure whether I'm on there as cast or crew, to be it's honest. It's there. It's got an entry on IMDB, Redcon 1. So, for anyone listening to this who wants to get into the zombie business, give us the three key skills of, uh, of being a zombie. What do you need to know? You need the voice 
or the, the scare scream. Give us the uh, zombie s- screech or croak that you were just talking about there. That is scary, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And we found you. You are kosher. I've just found you. Sean Dwyer on IMDb. And you are known for Redcon 1, where you are listed as Zombie Fighter. Craig uh, says around 2011, I was being recorded for a TV news article with Chris Grayling MP when he visited our service station that I worked for. Whilst being interviewed together, our temporary company sign fell and hit him straight (laughs) on the head. He says, how we laughed. Well, I did anyway. <laughs> Lisa. Uh, Lisa, explain to us how your 15 minutes came about. Well, my partner, my ex-partner at the time, I was married at the time, he was an extra, which did things like midsummer murders and stuff like that. Yeah. Right. And he went along to be an extra for this Dream Team. I think it was on Sky or something. It was on Sky that. One. I was a massive fan of Dream Team. I've got one of the football shirts. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Yeah, and I was just there at the side with my little girl, Tiffany, I just had at the time. And they said, oh, we, there was like loads of people sitting around, like they're doing a big shoot of, um, I think there'd been a plane crash or something like that. Yeah, some of the players and had it, died. We got, yeah, got a bit said, deep and dark, didn't it, on Dream Team? I didn't realise well, that. <laughs> it was low budget. Yeah, and they, they just said, oh, we need um, an extra wife and a child. Took down like, and pretend to be a footballer's wife. And I said, yeah, and I just sat there, I didn't really say anything. So it was as easy as that. You you had that fifteen minutes of fame. You were you, you weren't even yeah. meant, to be, meant to be in it. No. <laughs> that's that's amazing. And what kind of acting did you do? Because so, someone told me right that it, looking upset. Well, obviously, because <laughs> of what was been going on. But apparently, aren't you supposed to yeah. say the back the alphabet forwards and backwards silently? That's how you do pretend talking. If you you know if you're in the background of the cafe in EastEnders, you do forwards alphabet silent and then backwards alphabet I did not silent. know that and he looks you can try it now in the car listening to this right try it forwards and backwards silent alphabet that's in the background talking in a soap opera <laughs> oh I didn't have to do that <laughs> fair enough <laughs> close that one down anyway I couldn't believe it Lisa yeah. that's brilliant thank you so much oh I haven't even decided what I'm having for tea tonight but do you know what I could have anything I want because I'm home alone <laughs> been going on this week. You have set up the Home Alone Challenge, which I've very much appreciated. Uh, giving me some ideas of what to do while uh, my wife and uh, children are away and I have the house to myself to do whatever I fancy. Kept you out of trouble. Uh, it has, yes. I've uh, <laughs> Yes, it has. Uh, yeah. I've, I've poached salmon in the dishwasher and uh, last night you gave me 24 hours uh, to uh, devise the Dave Berry breakfast show in paper doll form. Yeah, this is an interesting one that came in from one of the home time listeners. I that's thought, right. That's good. We were going to go originally with um, with pipe cleaner dolls, and then we actually found a more interesting uh, make-your-own-person kit. Yeah, uh, and I've come back with the results, and I want to get your verdict, first of all. Okay. So uh, I present to you, would you like to describe to the listeners what I've done with Dave Berry? Dave has got a moustache and very voluptuous lips, uh, a like a romper suit made out of uh, moustaches. It's very strange. And he's got a pair of sunglasses on. He looks like Freddie Mercury's cousin. Yes, he does, but would you know that was Dave? For some reason, I would. Thank you. It's something to do with the dress sense. Number two, Matthew Dyson. Dyson, look at the state of him. He's in his underpants for some reason. Uh, he's got strange teeth. Looks a little bit like an e-fit from the early 80s on Crime Watch UK. <laughs> yeah. You know the bit that they used to go over to, was it uh, uh, Jackie... What? Shaw Taylor. That was, that was it, yeah. yeah. My, my colleagues in Greater Manchester would love to speak <laughs> yeah. to him. That's what it looks like. But do you know that that is Matt Dyson? For some reason, it is Dyson. I present to you Glenmore. Now that is Glenn's hair. Glenn's side parting starts just below his left ear. <laughs> 
Uh, and it is him. It's, it looks actually spot on. It's got a pipe. He has got a pipe. I can see if anyone on the Absolute Radio roster smoked a pipe, I think it would be Glenn Moore. I can see him there with a pipe in the corner here doing his sports uh, news and that. And finally, Emma Jones. That is Emma. She's got exactly her um, third year of uh, Hogwarts University glasses that she wears. <laughs> It's got a stripy top on as well. And, and weirdly, even though it's got a smiley face, still slightly judging. <laughs> That's the essence of Emma. <laughs> so I'd like to think I've passed this particular task. Uh, the images of all that Bush has done his best to describe there are up now on the Absolute Radio socials. Check out our Facebook or our Twitter and you can pass your own comments. Helen says Dyson looks a cross between Penfold off Danger Mouse and Rainbow's Zippy. I'm just going to get the Dyson doll back up. Um, I can see the Zippy thing, but that's probably more to do with the complexion of the doll that I picked for that one, and it has got a very round head. And actually, the more you look at it, the Zippy teeth as well. Uh, Matt says Glenn is barely distinguishable from the real thing. <laughs> I don't know what it is, because obviously Glenn hasn't got a pipe and he doesn't wear just a tank top, but it does look like him for some reason. It does. The hair's very similar, and I can see Glenn going out with a bow tie. He's a very smart gentleman. He's very, very smart. He dresses like um, he's gone through, uh, like a... I don't know how to put this. You remember in Murder's uh, Goodnight Sweetheart, he goes from the present day back yep. into... I feel like Glenn's the other way around. He's come from the 1950s he's and he's ended up here. Gotcha. I, I see, yeah. Through the back of a shop. Yep. Um... Steve Hardy says, I'm not sure about Dave's lipstick, which I think was what we used at the top of the uh, show. Yeah. But it kind of works. It does. So have a look at the Absolute Radio socials. Uh, they're there for you to judge. You can pass comment. Very soon, I will be needing a new challenge for tonight. Uh, we're going to go for a challenge that came into the show from a Hometime Show listener yesterday. It's so good, it stayed in our minds because it's so weird. Uh, the Man Spider says... Richie should swap one family photograph in each room with one of former Stars in Their Eyes host Matthew Kelly. <laughs> See how long it takes before your partner notices. The more subtle, the better. That is going to, imagine that. What an amazing thing to do this evening, cutting out pictures of Matthew Kelly. Do you know what? I've got a feeling we could get right through till Sunday and she won't have noticed. That will keep you posted. I think we've got a problem. Uh, Matt Dyson has tweeted. He's responded. He has seen the image of the paper doll that I created of him. Great to find out that Richie sees me as the Creature Comforts turtle in hot pants. Creature Comforts turtle in hot pants. Put that on Matt Dyson's LinkedIn profile. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, despite how good that show was, you're clammy chowder from the beginning of it has almost uh, overshadowed the entire thing and may ruin people's sleep. If you listen to this before going to bed or closing your eyes for bedtime, I apologise in advance. Can you, uh, can you remember what year it was you saw clammy chowder at Reading? <laughs> they were fantastic, brilliant blues funk band. 1993, I think it was.